In this week's episode of the Speak Like Me podcast, Chris and I discuss Barbenheimer, we talk about my motorbike buyer's remorse, and discuss how good Chris looks in ladies' golf shorts. We also learn some good words, such as what it means to have something in you. Hope you guys enjoy. Alright guys, welcome back to episode 51 of the podcast. I'm Jacob, I'm from England. And I'm Chris, and I'm from Australia. And we are your English teachers from a distance, teaching you cool words and phrases through our little conversations, and also explaining some grammar and stuff, and little interesting things at the end of each episode. And we actually have one ready for today as well. So, Chris, uh, and okay, just before I get into things, speak like me. <laughs> I want to say what we are. We're a language school based in Prague. We make English courses for Czech people. Um, we do lessons in companies. We do lessons in the evening that anyone can come to. We make video courses, an app. We make this podcast. And you can check out everything on our website. Um, just so you know, we're not just two random guys talking for no reason <laughs> across the world. We do actually provide lessons for you guys, just so you know. Uh, Chris, how you doing? It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. It's been, uh, yeah, almost uh, yeah, three or four weeks. Um, three I'm or four weeks, okay. yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, we I'm, actually, not, I'm not doing too bad. Yeah, good. Glad to hear. We actually missed our deadline for the first time. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't have an episode ready on time. But luckily, I had, um, this is a nice expression, I had a spare one in the tank. Would you say that? Well, yeah, yeah, in, the tank, in, in the, the tank, in the can. Um, oh, have something, in the can. Uh, okay. uh, uh, maybe on the shelf? I would personally use in the tank. Um, so which it means you've got something in reserve, basically, in the tank. Yep. Or like, that's what you have sort of inside you. Because you can also say like... Um, if you're playing a game of tennis or something and you're kind of tired and your friend says, hey, are you down for one more game? You can say, yeah, I think I've got one more game in the tank. Would you say that? Uh, uh, sure. Um, well, maybe. okay. I, I mean, yeah. I would say I just, I, I have another game in me. Um, in me, yeah. And But then in that context, saying like to have Ooh, something in, in the tank means like yeah. having energy left. Uh, yeah. Like we off like somebody watches NFL. Like commentators will often say when the players are very obviously tired, it's like man, they've got almost nothing left in the tank. Mm. Yeah, that's good. So in the tank can be like energy you have left, or if you have some reserve of something like podcast episodes. We've got we've got a few spare ones in the tank. It's pretty mm. nice. And I liked what you said about the in me thing. <laughs> um, like to have something in you. <laughs> Sorry, my, my, my mind's going to a bad place. I'm feeling, I'm in a very weird mood today, Chris, which I'll explain later why. Sure. Um, but can you just take this one, please? Like the, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so to have something in you means that like you have the energy and the willpower to yeah. do it. Um, like... I actually didn't go to the gym yesterday. It's a great day for me to go to the gym. Like I have the time and the availability. Um, but I just, I didn't have the energy. I didn't have it in me to go to the gym yesterday. Yeah, I didn't right? have it in me. We say it and it just means like the energy or the willpower. Mm. So it can be like physical things like go to the gym, but also it can be kind of like if you have the mental strength for something like... Um, if you're a doctor and you have to tell someone like, that someone's died, 
you can say, oh, I, I should have told them, but I just didn't have it in me. So I mm. asked my colleague. I was just too, like, just fucked up that day. Like, I didn't have it in me to tell them that their dog had died or whatever, you know? Yes. So I think that's nice to have it in you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a while. So I hope people enjoyed um, the last episode with Catchy. Did you get mm -hmm. a chance to listen to any of it, Chris? Uh, I listened to a bit of it. I listened to a bit of it. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was interesting. It was entertaining. Um, it's funny that at the start, you know, it's like, oh, we've got this, uh, well, yeah, this uh, bonus episode. And, uh, yeah, Chris <laughs> isn't here today because he's off doing other stuff. <laughs> and, like, or just well, hadn't been informed. Why, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's obviously why, why he did it. It was just funny that, like, oh, Chris is off doing other stuff. It's like, dude, I'm here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm not the one on the other side of the fucking world gallivanting yeah. around Australia. <laughs> but to be fair, to be fair, mm -hmm. that episode was recorded like three months ago. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's I think what that's I mean. Just, like, it's understandable, yeah. like, why it was said that way. Because it yeah. would be in a situation where if I was for whatever reason unavailable and I was off doing something else, then yeah, but it's 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 funny. It's just when I was listening to it, I, I it, it was funny to <laughs> yeah. me the way that it was worded. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, one one thing, one note that I did have uh, from that yeah. is uh, uh, at one point we're talking about um, uh, keeping people on, and uh, like her job is to like make sure that employees, the Kachi's Kachi's job is to make sure that employees stay in the company. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I can't remember the word that you used. It was fine. It was perfectly fine, whatever it was. But a, a good word was employee retention. Oh, yeah, that is good. Uh, uh, yeah. To retain, it means to hold. Uh, mm. It means to hold something. Um, there's even like a retaining soil. It means that it holds the water that you put in it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we talk about employee retention. Mm -hmm. um, the ability uh, to keep employees essentially yeah, yeah 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 and then to follow on from that the opposite is like you talked then about turnover yeah right um and yeah that's a yeah perfectly perfectly good word and another turn for it that i really like um because it has this kind of negative connotation is churn right mm. um mm. employee like when uh companies really go through a lot of employees um, then you like that's when you start talking about like the, the churn rate at this company yeah. is really high. Like, why is it? Why do they churn employees so mm -hmm. much? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, that is a good word. Uh, I prefer employee turnover because it doesn't have the negative connotation. Mm. It just mm. means what is your percentage that, of people that you retain. So if you have a 10% employee turnover, it means that in one year, 10% of your people change. Like they leave and you have to get new people. Um, but what you mentioned about churn, I learned this recently. If, you're, if you sell uh, memberships, um, your churn rate is how many people continue or how many people leave your... Um, your membership each month so if you oh. have like a 50 if you have like a because i was looking at making our video courses as a membership right and if you have like a 10 percent churn rate it means every month you lose 10 percent of your existing people so yeah churn is quite a good quite a good word um i remember when i was when i was studying my mba a few years ago um they did a whole we did a whole case study on um on kfc in China, I I'm pretty sure it was in China, yeah, because um, they were famous. 
when they started for having one of the worst churn rates ever. Okay. Their churn rate was something like two or three hundred percent, meaning oh my God. that meaning that their entire workforce was completely replaced every about like for every kind of four months or five months, like every single person, um, which was like insane. Like I think a normal churn rate is like about twenty percent, like fifteen twenty percent. That's why I was trying to ask Kachia in the episode what it was in their company, if she was allowed to say, because I was interested. Um, and then this new guy took over the company and he reduced it down to like something like 20% or something. We spent like weeks looking at this case study. It's really interesting. Um, definitely look it up if you're interested in boring business <laughs> churn rates. <laughs> KFC China is really interesting. So yeah, it's been a while, Chris. Um, how was the Speed Like Me team building? I saw you all went out for a, a barbecue. Uh -huh. Which didn't seem to include much actual barbecuing. So, what happened there? I mean, look, there's like one full vegan, one like 99% vegan, and then me who's like a 60% vegan because of the 100% vegan. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, of course, I'm referring to Barry, and and Lucy is the uh, the, the the 99, uh, the 99 vegan. Um, so yeah, there's not a lot to grill there. And uh, we were the first three people to be there after, like Linka was already there, uh, and then us three showed up. And uh, yeah, neither of us brought anything to grill we brought food i made my um i made my legendary potato salad which of no, course was well you? received oh my god i missed it what a shame yeah 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 that's all right I've i can make so it much, again another time i've heard so much about it yeah yeah uh and then barry made carolina barbecue um which doesn't need to be hot it can be served cold so what, um, what is that exactly? And then, uh, and then Lucy made slaw. She made coleslaw uh, okay. to put on the um, uh, to put on the barbecue. Okay. Uh, so those are all like cold things that don't need to be grilled. And then uh, Am and Diego came, and I think they said that they had things, yeah. but they just forgot them at home. Yeah. <laughs> so all we. Had, <laughs> Uh, Lenka had a zucchini, so she cut up a zucchini, and then it wasn't even like seasoned or anything. <laughs> we didn't even season it or anything. Like we didn't have any salt or pepper, and had the tiniest oh bit of olive oil. Um, okay. uh, and then so I just grilled that, uh, uh, and and that was it. And then Lenka. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hopefully I can tell this story. I think it's fine. Yeah, of course you but can. But basically, yeah. so this was Linka's plan: is that she bought some some chicken. She brought she bought some. Uh, I think there were chicken okay. breasts. Okay, and good, good. like seasoned them and marinated them, prepared them at home, and she bought four of them. Right. Oh wow! That's and not bad. so uh, the, the plan was to leave one for her boyfriend for him to eat, and then take the three. Uh, mm. to, to, to the barbecue but oh. she put them in the exact same containers and so she oh, no. mixed up right oh. she she mixed up oh, I, the containers i haven't heard this juicy detail chris this is new information for me she oh, told okay. me about the, <laughs> she told me she bought some chicken but didn't mention that she mixed up the boxes uh -huh. that's funny okay. um, and yeah mix up is a uh, to mix up is a, yeah, a, a word in our course so blessed blessed yeah yeah, uh, so to confuse two different things basically mm. for each other, um, uh, to think one is uh, to think A is B and B is A. Um, yeah. Uh, so she 
she bought the one, she brought the one that was supposed to be for her boyfriend. And so we had one tiny little chicken breast in front of the grill. And that was, <laughs> and that was it. So we grill wow. the zucchini, take it off, grill this wow. one chicken breast. And then that was it. And meanwhile, there's like this uh, big group of, um, this big group of Indians <laughs> that was uh, grilling next to us. And they had their grill just chockers. I don't know if you use this in England, but chockers or chocker block. What about yeah, that? Chocker block. Yeah, chocker so block, cho- yeah. yeah, chocker block, and then chockers is just the obvious uh, uh, shortening of that. And this just means like completely full, like very, very full yeah. um, things, t- packly tight, tight. Sorry, uh, things. Packed. Uh, yeah, tightly packed together. Yeah. This could be so like a schedule grill. as well. You could say my calendar is, is chocker block this week. Sorry, yes. I can't meet you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so their grill was just chockers with uh, meat and then other vegetables for them to grill, but like yeah, okay. skewers and like what looked like maybe pork chops and sausages. Mm. Just, uh, so many things for all of them to eat. And it's like, okay, we're grilling one zucchini and one chicken breast and that's oh it. Oh my God. <laughs> and there's like five people sitting around. You must have looked like the poorest people just in oh the park. Oh God. It was, it was, it was <laughs> funny. Uh, but great. we still, we still ate really well because again, I had my potato salad, Barry had barbecue, uh, good, Lisa yeah. provide coleslaw and then um, uh, the other snacks and goodies that Link provided. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great time. We had our hour at the grill and then yeah. just set up some blankets off in the grass again and then just sat around eating and snacking and drinking for the rest of the night it was good and if i'm not mistaken i think it's the first team building that i've not been at is that right i think could be i mean like other than wasn't there like a girls only team building yeah yeah that's like a special special occasion yeah yeah, yeah. um no okay. yeah i think so I think so. That's great. That's great. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I missed you guys. I saw the pictures mm-hmm. on Instagram. Very nice picture of you, Chris, uh, doing uh-huh. the grilling, the grill master. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that looked pretty cool. Yeah, I'm glad you guys had fun. That's cool. We have to do another barbecue. Um, and next time, make sure to bring actual stuff to barbecue and maybe some vegan options as well. We could do some vegan burgers. That could be fun. Yeah, I mean, there are some pretty respectable, like Albert, for example, they have these uh, pre-made vegan burger patties. And Uh they go all right. Barry and I have had them a couple of times now, and they're pretty good. Um, And then like falafel is a nice thing that you can uh, grill up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of things that you can, it's not only meat that can be grilled on a, uh, uh, that can be cooked on a barbecue, cooked on a hot plate. Lots of things. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's have a look at the vocab that just came up. So this is an English learning podcast. So what we're going to do is we make a list. In each episode, we make a list of all the words and phrases that come up. And at the end of each episode, I put them into our database. (laughs) (laughs) For us to one day. For us to one day. Moments before the death of the universe. (laughs) uh, These these words will be uploaded to the app. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, because we have an app, you can download it on, on uh, iOS or Android, it's called Speak Like Me, um, which has a bunch of cool words and phrases like these ones, uh, like pre-selected, we've got like a few hundred in there, split by level. Then there's another level called podcast, and the idea was that we'd put all the podcast vocab in there. But unfortunately, um, I've just honestly been too lazy, and like it got to the point that like, 
we're 51 episodes in now, and we only have episode one in the app. And it's just such a major backlog of words. I'm like, I can't face those words, Chris, because it takes about maybe three minutes per word because you have uh-huh. to think of the examples. You've got to put in like the wrong options and upload it, and it takes a little, a little while. But it will be there one day, guys. Um, but for now, maybe you should just take some notes. So the words we've had so far, to mix up is placed, si, when you confuse two things. Like I always mix up my, my mum and dad's birthdays, for example. And because it's a phrasal verb with two words, mix up, you can choose to put the objects in the middle and say, I always mix my parents' birthdays up. That's also fine. Um, okay, we also had to retain is to keep something. Um, so retention rate, retention is the noun. Um, it's quite a nice uh, word. And the money that you pay to a legal firm to keep their services, their potential services in the future is called a retainer. Because you pay money basically to keep them as your lawyer, essentially. And actually, quick question for you, Chris, because I never quite understood this. With a retainer that you pay, just in case you happen to know, is it literally you just pay them for the option to have them as your lawyer in the future, and then you'll pay them again to actually be your lawyer? Or does that money as the retainer count towards that payment? Do you know about this? I, I don't. I have absolutely okay. no idea, unfortunately. Thankfully, I've never been in any sort of legal trouble. I've never been yeah. in legal strife. So there's another word. Strife is a fun synonym for trouble, problems. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, if any lawyers are listening, please feel free to let us know. Email us at podcast at speaklikeme.cz. Uh, some other things you said, Chris, that I wrote down. Um, you said, then us three showed up. So this mm-hmm. is show up is objevitsa. So we know that word already. It's from our interesting words course. You can download the leaflet for that on our website. Um, but I just like the expression us three, just because I think some Czech people might not know that you can say us three, which means like me three. Then mm-hmm. like potom me three. Potom se me tre objevili, I guess it would be in Czech. So then us three showed up. Then us four showed up. Then us two showed up. Mm. Um, if it's just two people, we tend to say the two of us rather than us two. Like I wouldn't say like, oh, is it just us two today? That sounds a bit weird. But I would say, is it just the two of us today? Would you agree? Uh- uh, yeah, and then like if you want to say, and like that obviously extends to all the other numbers as well, yeah. like the three yeah. of us, the four of us, the five of us, and so, so forth. So I guess it's more about but the yeah. sentence structure, yeah. Mm. But for, I yeah, guess. definitely, like uh, I, I, I do agree that us two. Uh, this is I'm, like, I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's where it goes in the sentence. If it goes at the end of the sentence, you'd say like the mm-hmm. two of us, the three of us. Is it just mm-hmm. the three of us today? But if you're putting it before, like earlier in the sentence, you would say like us two, and then us two showed up. Mm. And then, you know, everyone else was there with their fancy food, and there was us two. No, mm. fuck, I wouldn't say that. Then it was us I two think it would just KFC. be, uh, yeah, and then there was, and then there were, oh, actually, no, then there was maybe us. It has to, maybe it has mm. to go before a verb, like then us two did, did our presentation. That still sounds weird. We'll look into this uh, yeah. over the next couple of days and hours, yeah. uh, weeks, dear listener. Yeah. We won't bore we'll, you too we'll much. Look into it. It. We'll look into yep. it. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Chris, most important thing that's happened over uh, the last three weeks since we last mm-hmm. had an episode was the release of Barbenheimer. Absolutely. Uh, uh, the most key thing going on in the world, world news right now, is the phenomena. 
phenomena, which is Barbenheimer. So am I well, saying because, it right? So it's f- well, y- yes, phenomena. Yeah, phenomenon because it's yeah. one thing. Phenomena is many. This is okay. j- it's one thing. Barbenheimer, uh, the concept of Barbenheimer is just one thing. It's a phenomenon. Barbenheimer, which is the best thing. I've <laughs> it's just it's so great. Everything about it is just so great. And how it uh-huh. became how it became like a like a cultural a meme. Fun- it started off as a, a meme. meme. Yeah. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And it became a thing, right, to uh, to see both of them either in the same weekend or even back-to-back, which mm. means to watch one immediately after the other one. So, Chris, I know you saw both, so how did you do it? Uh, we did one day, uh, so one on Saturday, then one on Sunday. Uh, okay. We saw Barbie on Saturday night and then uh, Oppenheimer on Sunday afternoon. Okay. Um, where, where did you go? Which cinema? For uh, for Barbie, we went to Bio Oko, and that was really nice. Uh, everybody was super dressed up. Yeah. Um, not everybody, but a lot of people just coordinated un- unwittingly yeah. uh, with each other, like all these women in these beautiful, uh, nice uh, pink dresses yeah. and high heels and like the the hair all done up really wonderfully yeah. and and men too like a lot of a lot of the guys were like Did they? um wow. putting their best kenergy out into the world, myself included. Oh my you, you um, had some Kennedy going. What did you do? Did you dress up? Uh, I, so I have um, uh, I have a pink shirt, a button up shirt, okay. Um, okay. and then I have uh, pink shorts, which are actually women's golfing shorts that I got from the women's golf section of Decathlon. Um, but okay. they're amazing. They look so good. Um, and then I had, uh, and then I had, I, I have a, a pair of pink socks as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was wearing all that and yeah, it was great. It's really good. Do you have, do you so, have pictures that you're willing to share? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Can, can you send me one, send me one. I, I want to see it mm-hmm. like, uh, send it to me on Facebook. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean like now, send it now if, if you've got oh, time. Right I, I want to okay, see it. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. I want to see it. Uh, okay, did then. Barry, so through did Facebook Barry dress, Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, uh, Barry dress up as well? She just had a pink skirt. Okay. Cause uh, uh, still I went, lo- still looks lovely. I'm sure. So I went to see Barbie here in Gold Coast. Um, and I didn't know that this dressing up was like... Actually, no, I didn't go to see Barbie. I went to see Oppenheimer, but obviously Barbie <laughs> was playing as well. Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I bet a lot of people say Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer? Um, a lot of people would be very wrong. Yeah, okay. So I went to see Oppenheimer, and there was a bunch of people dressed up. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought it was just so nice that like everyone made the effort. Yeah, you actually look pretty good, Chris. Did you expect me to not? <laughs> well, the the shorts were not. I was, I was expecting more like your sort of dolphin short situation. Oh, these are okay. actually quite. These are quite legit. I wouldn't know those were those were girl shorts. Girl like shorts. Like I said, they were the golfing shorts. So. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to see women with the skirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I've actually not seen Barbie. I only saw Oppenheimer. So mm-hmm. so let's get into it. So what do you think of Barbie? What did you make of Barbie? Because I'm uh, still debating whether to see it or not. Okay, then. Um, I really enjoyed it. I actually, really? like as much as I liked Oppenheimer, um, first of all, it's not my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. That's still yeah. Interstellar. And it wasn't yeah. even the, my favorite movie that I watched that weekend. Like I, I, enjoyed, um, I enjoyed Barbie uh, much more. 
Really? Uh, it's just really, it's fun. It's really okay. fun. It's really funny. It's very enjoyable. Um, it's, for the most part, well-written. Um, the story's good. Uh, there are, um, you know, the visuals are amazing. Uh, the, um, uh, one of my favorite things about it is the, is the wardrobe costumes mm, uh yeah. just all the things that everybody's wearing um uh is fantastic um yeah i that uh, I, I very much uh, i very much enjoyed it because um, it's it's yeah. so crazy how like how because it's it's just reached a billion dollars in sales right and it's it's broken records i think about like the the fastest movie together or I can't, remember, can't remember what the record was but it, it beat something mm. um and I was just wondering <clears throat> kind of why it is like, cause it's not like most people are that obsessed with Barbie, right? Mm. Like, um, but somehow it became this thing that everyone wanted to see. Even guys like, like, like me, a single guy, I'm not, I'm not going with a girlfriend or anything. Like I still want to go and see it. I'm probably going to, I'll probably go and see it tomorrow based on what you just said. Um, what do you think it is about it that like made it into this crazy sort of phenomenon? Um, I th the, like the novelty of it. Yeah. Like how many other movies are there like Barbie, right? Like, okay, so let's say Mattel went in a different direction. Let's say they made a He-Man movie instead because like they make, they, they do He-Man or even Hot Wheels, right? Mm, um, mm. how, like, okay, so if, if they made He-Man, well, that would just be like any other action superhero movie that any of the 100 however yeah like there are hundreds of superhero movies it seems that have mm. come out in the past 15 years yeah. it would just be uh, uh just another drop in the bucket it, there wouldn't be much to separate it from iron man or doctor strange or superman or batman or, or any of those uh uh, any of those properties. The only difference is mm. that He-Man just is a toy, whereas these other ones come from comic books. And then if it was Hot Wheels, like that would probably just be a mix of these, of like you know, uh, is it uh, Fast and the Furious and the Lego mm. Movie, or and Cars, right? That, like it would yeah. be, it would exist somewhere within the triangle that those three uh, kinds of movies make. Um, mm -hmm. Right? So, like, it wouldn't be that novel. Whereas Barbie, like, it's it's so novel. I, I, I don't Maybe know. Explain Maybe explain the word I'm novel just, just, in case, just in case out people of, don't know what the word novel. It means new. Like, novel, mm. nova, like, new. Right, it, it it literally means something that's new uh, to you, and because it's new, it's interesting. It might not yeah. be interesting for long, uh, but at least for now, because it's new, it's interesting. Um, yeah, there's a uh, I, I don't know any um, uh, any properties, any any movies that are that are similar in concept. Yeah. Um, uh, to that, uh, so yeah, a, a movie about a toy, yeah, and actually, it's like one of the most well-known toys in history, uh, and and then it's and it's a woman's toy as well as a girl's toy, I should say, mm -hmm. 
that, that that girls grew up yeah. uh, playing with, and and then it's a controversial. And on top of that, it's a controversial one as well. Like even before the culture war bullshit that like the right wing is just that the, the, the right wing conservatives are just making up about this movie even before that like 10 15 years ago maybe even earlier than that barbie was already uh a, like kind of controversial um mm. for the kind of image that it portrays and then so people watching a movie about that I, th- I think that plays a lot uh, a lot into it so there's mm. just so much feminine energy um, uh, surrounding this. And then, like, Greta Gerwig as well, the director, is pretty well known for being a respected, uh, a respected director. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, she got Lucy it, to, to, to talk about this. She's, uh, I think she'd probably be able to... Uh, uh, yeah, good idea. Good idea. Talk about this in, in much more detail um, yeah, than I would. Yeah. But th- those are the, those are the um, things that, that, that I think of. Yeah. And then it just took off. And then like it just kind of became a meme. Um, and sometimes people will watch, sometimes not all the time, um, as evidenced by Morbius. Uh, sometimes when something's a meme, people will watch it just because it's a meme. Right. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I think um, I think it's just people just need some sort of color and positivity in their lives after like the coronavirus and all this. Just, it feels like the world has been so dark basically since, in my opinion, since Trump got elected in 2016, Brexit, like mm-hmm. all these, all this bad stuff Ukraine invasion, mm. you know, like all the crazy shit that's been going down recently, coronavirus, mm. it feels like it's negative, 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 you know, new recession, all this stuff. I think people just wanted something pink and cheerful and colorful and happy. And I think people just need that. And yeah, uh, that too. I mean, that's kind of the reason that I want to go. I want to see just a, just a pink, fluffy landscape and just get lost in the pink fluffiness, <laughs> you uh-huh. know? And uh, yeah, I think I think people need that sometimes. Yeah, and uh, it, it does that brilliantly. Uh, yeah, it, it it is a it's a very feel good movie. It's 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 fun and entertaining and funny and light hearted. Um, mm. There's like a little bit of you know seriousness with like social commentary and things like that, but mm. nothing too hard hitting. You know, not really. Uh, and yeah, it's just very digestible. Yeah, I've not seen the movie yet. Uh, but is she kind of like a modest-looking Barbie? As in, like, does she dress conservatively, or is she not? Um, when she's dressed like Barbie, she's dressed like a Barbie would be dressed, I guess. Okay. Um, All right. um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure what you mean. Yeah, I don't know, just because like the, there used to be like a lot of like slutty Barbie clothes, you know, and I wondered if that carried over to the movie or if they tried to tone it down and make it more kind of family friendly. I don't know. Um, I don't think there were many like quote really? unquote slutty Barbie clothes. Not really. Okay. I think that was more what I think. I think that's why Bratz dolls came into existence. Oh my god, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, that like they were a bit more like yeah, Barbie was, although seen as like this uh, kind of like a, the, the people that wanted to see her as a bimbo saw her in that way. It was at least still like uh, dressed in more 
conservative-ish clothes. I mean, other than like mm. swimsuits, I guess, but that's fine. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then brat stalls in the early to mid-2000s, that became this like, oh yeah, teenagers with attitude and we're dressed all like cute and sexy and hot and whatever. Um, mm. That was a bit more towards that, but no, yeah. like... She was, to me, she was always dressed as like a, uh, uh, in a in a more like regular, if not like professional right. kind of way. And actually, I was so pumped to see it because I love Margot Robbie anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like she was made for this role. So I'm quite pumped, quite pumped mm-hmm. to see it. Another movie that I'm pumped to see. Um, have you seen the trailer for the new Blackberry movie yet? Uh, I saw it a while movie? ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems Looks interesting. Pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm mm-hmm. quite looking forward to seeing that. I think that should be pretty good. Um, All right. I'm, I'm kind of into that kind of stuff right now. Did you watch um, the playlist on Spotify? The playlist oh, that's the Spotify, Spotify documentary yeah. um, on Netflix. Uh, no, but I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Yeah, and it's not a documentary. It's like a normal series, and it's it's awesome. Okay. Definitely okay. recommend. Yeah. Uh, so right. yeah. So Oppenheimer. What do you mm. uh, what do you and Barry make of that? That was a a dark. I think I, th- I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I love that kind of movie. I love. Um, I'm going to mispronounce his name. Killian Murphy. Is that right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Killian yeah, Murphy. I, I, I love. I would him. assumed I, it was Cillian, but no, it's Killian. Apparently. Yeah. I love um, Peaky Blinders. He was in the movie um, about. I forgot what it's called now, but the one where um, it was in World War Two and they were fighting in Prague. They like assassinated oh, yes. um, uh, Anthropoid. Anthropoid, yeah. So he was great in that. I love him as a, as an actor. And he seems like a really nice guy as well. And mm. I thought, yeah, I thought he was awesome in the role. I thought the movie was awesome. Um, and the length didn't feel too long. It felt just right for me personally. Okay. Um, yeah. What did you make of it, Chris? I was. Uh, I, it was an experience. I I really enjoyed it. Okay. So to answer the question that you asked before about where. So I watched Barbie at Bioko, and then uh, Barry and I had the foresight, we had the planning to purchase tickets well in advance and got tickets to uh, uh, to see it in Flora, IMAX nice. in Flora, nice. which on this side of the Atlantic, there are three uh, theatres in the UK that show it, and then it's Prague, and that's what? it. Those are the what? only places to see it in its intended format. You're telling me that Flora in Czech Republic is the only place in mainland Europe that you can watch it in the way it's supposed to be? Yes. But what is that way? Because it like there's 70 lots of IMAX millimeter cinemas. IMAX. Okay. That's surprising. So it's, it's not just IMAX, it's IMAX and 70 millimeter. And they don't all have that. Wow. Okay. There are places that have one of them. Right, mm. there are places that can screen it in seventy millimeter. There are obviously lots of IMAXs, but it's evidently very, very hard to get okay. both. Wow! And yeah. Uh, yeah, there's three in the UK. There's however many in North America, mainly in California, and then there's one in Melbourne, uh, oh, okay. and then there's one in Prague, and that's it. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, and it's look, it was so specific that even before the film starts. 
Um, there's even like a, a, there's a shot of uh, uh, Christopher Nolan just sitting there in his chair. It's like, oh, thank you and uh, welcome. Um, something along the lines of like, welcome to IMAX Flora. I'm so pleased that uh, Flora in Prague is able to wow. present it in its intended format. This is the way that I yeah. want it to be seen. So, uh, and blah, blah, blah. But like shot a video specifically That's to be awesome. screened at IMAX Flora. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, and look, it's it's an experience. Um, like that, the screen, that size, mm. and the sound, and just everything. Like it's it's it really is an experience. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. Um, uh, Barry more or less did as well. I think less than I did, uh, but still uh, liked it. Um, mm. I think we both think it could have been shorter. Um, mm. I didn't mind the length that much. I think it was fine. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely got a little bit lost towards the end. Yeah. Um, to, to, yeah. To be honest, uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't that big a fan. And I taught this in my lesson today. When you have a negative sentence with not that and an adjective and a noun, you put the uh in the middle of the adjective and the noun. So I wasn't that big a fan of the kind of flashback um, way of telling the story, you know, how like the present day was in like the 60s or whatever during the trial, um, and then it was flashing back. I much, I would have much preferred if it had just been set in normal time, kind of going from, you know, the, the 30s up to the 60s without that whole flashback thing, but that's just a personal, personal preference. Um, I thought, what's his name, Robert? Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah, I thought he was awesome in it. Mm. I, I didn't even good. realize it was him. <laughs> yeah, they aged him up. They aged him up quite a lot, yeah. Um, I was uh, also a bit disappointed with the explosion, to be honest. It didn't look... Really? Yeah. I had the complete opposite. Um, oh, really? I, that was like, that really hit me. Um, oh, damn, that was okay. That was a really affecting moment for me. Like... Uh, cause the, 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 obviously spoilers, um, if you haven't seen Oppenheimer, <laughs> first of all, what are you doing? You should go and see Oppenheimer. Yeah, go and see um, it. uh, but yeah, like the, the, the that whole scene, the build up, the lead up, which we've explained mm. before, which is the time mm. before something happens. So the lead up, it's so tense, just incredible tension. Um, uh, everybody's waiting for this thing to happen and then it goes off. And again, this is part of the experience of watching it in IMAX. Like, I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine seeing that on a massive, massive screen? It's just if, this wall of If fire. by any chance it's still in, it's still, uh, in cinemas in a month when I'm back, I'm going to go and see it again for sure. Yeah, yeah if, it's awesome. still, if it's still at yeah. IMAX Flora, you absolutely should uh, yeah. because it's, it's worth it. Um, uh, yeah, that, that, that scene, that really like it got to me, you know, yeah. I reached over and grabbed Barry's hands. Like there's like this, uh, this feeling of, um, the weight of it. Yeah. It's seeing this is like the destructive power that, that humanity yeah. has developed and, uh, and then, and then used to murderous effect. Uh, yeah. it's really, really full on. It um, is. It's, it's one of those movies that I don't know about, like it made me like think a lot for like, the next three days, you know, I was reading a lot of articles about nuclear bombs and the Cold War and lots of things, you know, like it really sort of gets you thinking. 
about how lucky we are that they've not been used since then, you know, like, which mm. is kind of amazing if you think about it. Like, how long has it been now? Like 75 years? Um, Around that. And like not that. even intentionally. It's a miracle yeah. that they haven't been used accidentally. Um, yeah. I have a book that I am taking, embar- taking an embarrassingly long time to get through, but it's called Control and Command or Command and Control. I can never remember which order it's in. Uh, but it is about the history of this basically like... It's, yeah, it's, it's about uh, nuclear weapons and the way that they're stored and people working on them and so forth. And the amount of close calls we've had just on the, like, yeah. the allies' side. Like, we don't know much about, like, what obviously what happens in nuclear storage facilities in Russia. I have no idea. Mm. We, we don't, but this is just stories that have happened, like, in, in America and... Uh, uh, and and in that sphere of influence, um, where the amount of close calls. So a close call is where something almost happens. Yeah, and you know that it really almost happened. If something was like a little bit different, if if something was like one centimeter to the left or if something happened one second earlier then maybe something really bad uh could have happened and yeah this whole book is about all of the close calls that have happened in history where like simply like a a nuclear warhead getting moved around by a forklift and it drops it you know uh and the situations like that and then oh god i'm I, i shouldn't I should remember his name, but in fact, there is one thing about a Russian where um, on his screen, he saw what could have been perceived as just a cloud of nuclear weapons flying towards the Soviet Union. Was this on the the submarine or not? Um, I don't, I don't think it was in a submarine. Okay. Okay. Um, And he sees it on his radar and, in that moment, it is perfectly reasonable for him to escalate, meaning to put to, to contact his boss, to go up the chain of command and uh, be like, hey, boss, there's this thing happening on screen. And then it becomes his boss's duty to, to go further and mm. further. He could have done that perfectly reasonably, but he's like, nah, I don't know, something seems off about this. Because it was like there wasn't much tension, like political tension between the countries. Yeah. There was no reason, like why would they just out of the blue seemingly launch? So I was like, oh, I'm going to wait. And it turned out to be a flock of birds or something like that. Okay. And wow. if he if he had gone through the chain of command, there's every reason to believe that they would have launched a, a, a retaliatory strike. Mm. And it just didn't happen because one guy made a decision. It's a miracle. It's a miracle that nothing yeah. has gone off uh, uh, in in the seventy five years since. It is. It is. Yeah, I, I, I read a few of those stories as well. Not a whole book, but I read like an article about it. And there was one like there was like a, a American bomber flying over America with a bomb with a nuclear bomb on it, and it. They had like a mal- malfunction and they just dropped it out the plane whilst they were flying and they dropped it over, I can't remember where, I think it was Georgia or somewhere. And it hit the ground. And it was like a dud or something, like it didn't go off. And everyone was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's the one that I'm they, thinking of. Yeah. 
If it's go the ahead, one that yeah. I'm thinking of, there is a reason that it didn't go off, and it's because there are like five fail safes. Okay. Um, and like it needed to be like uh, it, it, somewhere along the line needed like a a human to say yes I want to detonate this something like that but yeah okay. it, it, it went through like one fail safe then the next fail safe then the next fail safe and got to the very last fail safe which was like a metal wire or something oh, dude. you know that was that was it and that didn't go off that held and and so the bomb didn't explode but wow, that yeah. was it it came down to the very I mean, last yeah, metal safe and yeah. it was a metal wire less than a millimeter thick okay wow yeah it's pretty scary yeah because mm-hmm. when you think about how many because afterwards I, I looked up how many bombs they made because like they they went to all their effort to make that that one bomb and then they made i think was it like 30,000 they had like 30,000 in their arsenal like at its peak or something I can't remember the exact something number. Something like that. 30,000, 50,000. It was like something around something around In the that. tens of thousands. In the tens of thousands. And the Russians had the same. And it's like, dude, that's just too many, man. Like, you don't <laughs> need to have 50,000. Like, I think, like, how many do you need? A hundred? Like, to, like, one per city? Like, come on. Because mm. also, that's just too, that's too many bombs to keep track of, right? Like, mm, the, the, chances of some, the chances of something going wrong with one of them goes up the more and more you have, right? It, it takes one guy to make a mistake. Whoops, dropped it out the plane, you know? Mm. I would much rather have, like, like everyone can have 100. Like, we're not going to get rid of them completely, obviously, but, like, everyone can have 100, you know? Like, that would be fine with me. Like, still not sure. great. But still not great, <laughs> but, like, better than having 50,000 of them. And then they, have to, then they have to decommission them, and it's, like, such a waste of energy it's like we're going to build 50,000 and then it's a bunch of money and work to like decommission like 30,000 of them it's just it's just crazy you know yeah and like what's the oversight on that decommissioning like where does the nuclear material go like what happens it's just crazy man it's crazy yeah anyway should we Uh, we move on from nuclear bombs chris uh sure 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 (laughs) unless you want to add something something well i just wanted to say that like hopefully for your sake yeah that it is still in the theaters um when you come back and i i would imagine that they that it would be because like it just sold so well and in fact Mm. it's gonna go it's gonna leave imax flora for a couple of weeks because need for speed is it need for speed or gran turismo um that's gonna come out in imax so they need to screen that but then it's gonna come back after that so hopefully for your sake you'll be able to, to to watch it and I mean, look, if, if the, the sales of it continue the way they are, they'd be stupid not to because, like, it mm. just gets sold out and sold out and sold out. And that's extra not surprising. Um, so in light of what I said about uh, Flora being the only place in mainland Europe mm. to see it, um, I wonder what the uh, – I wonder how much of, like – how much tourism, how much extra tourism having Oppenheimer has brought to Prague? Like, mm, I yeah. wouldn't... It's not hard to imagine a, a, a cinema buff, a movie buff from Berlin or something. So a buff being somebody who is interested, who's enthusiastic about this thing. So a movie like a buff is somebody yeah. who's really into watching movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not hard to imagine a, a movie buff in Berlin being like, oh, well, I really want to watch this in its original format, the one that Christopher Nolan wants it to be seen in. Can't do it in Berlin, but pff, Prague's only a five-hour bus right away. Maybe I'll do yeah. that. 
you know, somebody from Vienna doing that, people from uh, people in Poland or in, in Italy doing that. Like, yeah, maybe people would travel for it and just keep those numbers going. And, you know, if they're making yeah. a killing on the concessions, then why wouldn't they? Well, that's work? a nice expression, Chris. Mm-hmm. To, if they're making a killing on the, yeah. on, the uh, on the tickets. Yeah. So to make a killing on something is just like to make a lot of money doing something. Yeah. Right. So they are screening this and people are coming and they're buying popcorn. Oh, no. They're buying drinks. Chris, they're buying I can't whatever hear snacks. You right now. Okay. And they're probably I mean, that's where theaters make money, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh so they would be making a killing on the popcorn and the drinks, which we call yeah, concessions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to check, Chris, can you hear me right now? Are we in sync? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, fine. good. Better you, than last yeah, you, time, actually. Okay, sweet. Because you, you froze for five seconds, but I, th- I think we're all good. Okay, um, so some good vocab from that. So to make a killing on something is nice. Uh, a movie buff. So a buff is someone who knows, who's like really into something and knows a lot about it. So it's usually like the connotation is usually like a movie buff. Um, any kind of other buffs that you'd actually maybe say? Music. Maybe a, you could say like a video game buff. A video, yeah. I don't think I would say it, though. Definitely, it goes together the most nicely with movie buff. She's a movie buff. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. We also had, I liked what you said, hopefully for your sake, it will still be in cinemas. Uh, so if you say for your sake, it means like, um, I think it would be, or um, it's like for the, for the goodness of you, basically. Yeah. So hopefully for everyone's sake, like sake is S-A-K-E, for everyone's sake, no one ever sets off a nuclear bomb. That's like for the good of everyone, like for your sake. And um, it's just a nice expression, like, um, or for your own sake. So you can say, for your own sake, Chris, don't click on that link in the email. <laughs> it means like, for the good of you. Um, and uh, an expression from this, which is not really connected, well, I guess it kind of is, is for God's sake. For God's sake, man, what are you doing? And this is interesting because it doesn't really mean for the goodness of God, does it? But it's just an expression that means like bloody hell or, you know, mm, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. For God's sake, man. And it makes me think of sort of like World War II times. For God's sake, man, pull yourself <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice expression for your sake. Uh, so we had the lead up to as well in the lead up to Barbie being released. In the lead up to is the expression. It means beforehand. Then you say the object, Barbie, and then you say the verb with ing, being released. In the lead up to Barbie being released, blah, blah, blah. The opposite of in the lead to is in the wake of, which means in the time immediately after. So in the wake of World War II, um, the world saw an unprecedented time of peace until Korea happened three years later. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Good. Um, just to just to, just to finish off the whole kind of uh, TV movie topic, which I know we're being totally Westerners talking about this too much, but um, so right now, let me just give you a quick update to where I am right now. So you know, I've been doing my motorbike journey up the country, right? I started in Gold Coast. I'm driving up to Cairns. Mm. I, I I assume some people know that from Instagram, but uh, I took your advice, Chris. It's have you noticed that I'm no longer spamming the Speak Like Me Instagram? Yes, yeah, yeah, it's very good. <laughs> spamming my own followers on jacobhill.93 now. Um, so I've been driving up the country, um, 
Okay, I am in, to be honest, with, with you, Chris, and the audience, I am in full-on buyer's remorse now about that Ooh. fucking motorbike. Full really? Full-on, yeah. Full-on means like 100%. Um, so, reason number one is um, I told you that I took it to the shop and they said they would actually only give me half of what I paid originally. Did I tell oh, you Oh, not two-thirds? You said two-thirds? Well, that's why I bought it. That's why I yeah. bought it, because they said they would give you two-thirds for, for of what you paid. And I was like, sweet, that sounds awesome. Mm. So then I was thinking about, okay, it's getting closer to when I'm leaving. So I went into the shop and I was like, so about that two-thirds thing, so just can I can we, can we agree on that? And they were like, oh, no, it's, it's not two-thirds of the price you paid. It's two-thirds of the wholesale price that we pay for the bikes, which is okay. about half of the actual price that you paid. So they said, we can give you $4,000, and I paid mm. 8000 And I was, I was fucking devastated, Human? Chris. Uh -huh. I was so upset. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose $4,000. Just to, because I thought I was going to lose two. I was like, I can handle losing $2,000 to drive it around for six weeks, two months. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's but like I'm a pretty reasonable rental price. You know, if you think of it, it as a rental. It actually like, is. If you look up the rental prices, it's actually cheaper than renting. Um, but losing $4,000, that would be losing like 7,000, 70,000 crowns, maybe 80,000 crowns. That is a hard pill to swallow, which is a nice expression. Mm. A hard pill to swallow is when you have to, something is going to happen to you, but it's not going to be fun to accept it. It's like when you have to take a pill, right? Sometimes it's not fun taking a pill, but you have to do it because you have to take the pill because you're sick. But it's a hard pill to swallow. It's just difficult to accept. Another way of saying it is a, it is a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah. Didn't we talk about this last time? I'm getting serious. Not last time, but we've talked about this before, yes. Yeah, a while ago. Okay, so I was really upset about that, and I was thinking, fuck, so I'm going to lose like 75,000 crowns. That's so much money. Uh, and the problem then, Chris, is you start thinking what you can do with 75,000. You're like, I could have gone on the most posh, amazing holiday in the world, basically. I could have gone to uh -huh. Bora Bora for fucking 75,000, you know? Uh -huh. Or I could, have, I could have just done so much stuff. But then that's like really bad thinking, you know? So as I was driving, I found this out before I started my trip up the coast. So as I was driving up on my bike, I was just thinking about how much money I've lost. And I was just sad about it. And as I was driving up the coast, um, I don't know if you've... Have you been like on the roads from like... Or did you just fly up to up to, like, have you been on the road up like up in Queensland? Do you know what it's like? Um, further north of Cairns, yes, like along the oh, coast, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, like a little bit uh, around um, Airlie Beach and so forth. Oh, okay, yeah. that's funny. That's near where I am now. So I was driving up. It was just kind of grim, to be honest with you. Like the, the towns I was staying at, because everything's so spread out, right? It's like 250 to 300 kilometers to the next town. And there's like nothing in between, basically. And these towns in the middle of nowhere, they're not like well taken care of. No one wants to live there. That's the vibe you get. It's like, ah, oh, we're stuck in this middle of nowhere shithole. The hostels that I was staying at got increasingly bad. They were just like towards the end getting really grim. It was like... They were getting cheaper and cheaper, but there wasn't like a nice, more expensive option. It was like only that one. Right. And they, they sucked so bad. Like, 
Some of them were like, I felt like I was in the prison. You know, it was like really sketchy vibes. Some of them, like the showers didn't work. Mm. It was like, I couldn't even take a shower. I had to like just go on the next day without taking a shower. Wow. Um, the one I was in before this current place I'm in, uh, the, the power sockets, the plugs, the Zarsovki, uh, didn't work. So I couldn't charge my fucking phone. And that's like a pretty important thing when you're traveling, yeah. right? So I had to charge my phone on my motorbike. Like, it was crazy. So then uh, I got to this place I'm staying now, which is finally... This is actually somewhere nice. I'm in Mackay right now, if I'm pronouncing okay. that right. Have you, you know Mackay? Mackay, yeah. It's a pretty big town. I think it's like 75,000 people. And it's much nicer. Like, it's become tropical now. And this is something I just wanted to mention. Like, it was such an amazing drive from Rockhampton, which is where I was before, to Mackay, which is about 360 kilometers. Because in Rockhampton, and for like 150 kilometers north of Rockhampton, the countryside is very kind of kind of boring and like nothing really there, right? It's kind of a bit gray, a bit brown. So like, it's just not that, nothing special. Not a very inspiring vibe. And then in like one kilometer, and I'm not exaggerating, it completely changes. It goes from this, it goes from something to something. It's a change. It goes from typical boring brown bushes to super tropical paradise. Like in one, I went around this big corner and suddenly it was like, Someone turned on the green button. Everything was green, uh, palm trees everywhere, sugar fields. It literally felt like I had been like transported in a wormhole to some completely different dimension. And it, I literally, I said wow out loud to myself in my hell like this because it was, it, I'm not kidding, it was like one long corner and then I was like in the tropics. Sure. And it was re really weird. Like I I've heard people talk about this on like travel shows and stuff, but I've never witnessed it myself. It was really strange. Um, and then suddenly I was like way more happy. I'm like, oh, this is great. Everything's green now. There's an episode of South Park. I know you wouldn't have seen it because you don't watch uh, cartoons. Uh, but there's an episode of South Park because it's based in Colorado, right? So oh, yeah. stereotypical, like it's snowy and mountainous, like Rocky Mountains. Um, and uh, it, it takes place in there. So the whole thing is like it, snow, right? Um, they're wearing wintry gear and so forth. And in one episode, they need to visit one of their family members in um, either Nebraska or Kansas, something like that, which is then Great Plains where they grow corn. Like that's, it's, yeah, they, yeah. these are just, that's all they are known for. And so the, the scene is that like they're driving and <laughs> it's literally like driving over a line <laughs> the, like, uh, of, of, like a snowy Colorado and then it's like there's a line and then they go over it and yeah, there's like, there's no gradient. It just goes from snowy mountains yeah, to yeah. cornfields and that's it. It's like, oh, we're in, we're in Nebraska now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. It was crazy. Um, and to be honest, the, so I was driving for five days straight, which is nice. English straight means without a break. I was driving for five days straight or riding the bike for five days straight. It was starting to hurt my back. I've got some back issues and it started mm. to really hurt. And um, after, st after staying in that really shitty um, place in Rockhampton, I decided I'm, I am done. And this is nice English as well. To be done with something is when you've had enough. You've had enough of it. I said, I'm done with these piece of shit hostels, $20 a night. Fuck that. I'm going to stay somewhere nice. So I looked up like a nice place in Mackay, which is where I'm staying now. I can give you a quick tour, Chris. Sure. This is, this is the, uh, can you see? Oh. Yeah, this is yeah, the, more or less. 
the main room here. Got a mm -hmm. nice big TV here, a pool outside. So this place is more of a, um, it's called a lodge. So it's not a hostel, it's, uh, it's a lodge, which I guess is like a kind of in-between hostel hotel kind of thing. Um, so it's, it's like a bit more expensive, but still not that much. It's $60 a night, which is like 900 crowns. It's not, not cheap. Not the but worst. Yeah. Not the worst. Not the worst. And they've got like a little fish tank here with little Nemos in there. They've got a swimming pool. And what's crazy about this place is that only it only opened five weeks ago. So oh. I'm basically the only... Get, it, it's got capacity for 110 people. And I think there's three people staying in this whole place, Chris. Okay. I basically have the whole place to myself, which is an expression I've been teaching in all of my classes this week. To have something to yourself, it means that you have the only, uh, you have everything just for you, which is usually shared with other people. And we usually emphasize by saying, I have the whole, because you're emphasizing it's all of it, the whole place to myself. And if you, you can even to, say all to myself. Yeah. That was going to be my next note. So if you want to emphasize it even more, all to yourself. I have this whole place all to myself. So this is basically my living room. I've got the TV right. here. I've got good Wi-Fi. So I've actually been here for five days, Chris. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I just keep extending like another day and another day because I know that my next hostel is going to be back to this like piece of shit place again. And I just can't. And I'm kind of busy right now with work. So I'm like, I'm just going to stay here for a little bit, a few days, you know, catch up on some work. But then, big drama yesterday, this is why I regret my bike even more, is the speedo on my bike broke. Uh -huh. um, and I was, I was telling my students about this this week, and it, no one knew, not single of my students, and they're all advanced, knew what a speedo was, which I was really uh, surprised by. A speedo is the thing in your car or motorbike that tells you how fast you're going. I believe in Czech it's called a tachometer. Tachometer? Sure. Um, yeah, so my speedo broke because I, I looked down at it and it said I was going 110 kilometers an hour. And I was like, holy shit, like, I'm in a 60, you know? And I, then I realized, I was like, wait, this isn't 110. Like, this feels about 60, you know? And then I stopped the bike and it still said I'm going 110. I was like, well, I'm definitely not. So, uh, I, yeah. That is, yeah, if I, yeah, if I may... <clears throat> yeah, I wonder ahead. if that's going to cause a problem or if that's going to cause a problem with the um, with you reselling it or whatever because, okay, if it's similar to a, a Honda that I had uh, that I drove for a while in my early 20s, um, the speedometer is very closely linked to the odometer and the odometer is the thing that tells you how many kilometers you have driven. And if you're not going any kilometers, if you're not going any speed, well, then how can you be doing kilometers, right? So basically, the speedometer in my in that Honda it broke, and it it would just sat on zero. It didn't tell you how fast you were going at all. So I drove that car around for like thousands of kilometers, and it just <laughs> sat at like one hundred and eighty-seven thousand or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> which might. It it might in one way or another be fraud, but it doesn't matter because that car yeah. is like 40 years old at this point. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that like th this would now be the opposite. If you're doing like 50, yeah. 60 kilometers an hour, but it's saying you're doing 110, is that going to double the amount of kilometers that it said that you've done? I hope not. 
Yeah. But I, I don't think it's connected because I've looked it up and apparently this is a common issue with this type of bike. Oh. Which I wish they had told me before I bought it. Uh, and um, But I'm just uh, stressed now because I leave... Aus- I've, I've booked my flights out of Australia. I leave in 17 days. And I've got to get this sorted and sold before then. And I'm just stressed about it, you know. Because mm. um, I, d- I don't know how much it's going to... I don't know if I can get it fixed for free. Like, my, my, my dealership said that they would fix it for free. But I would have to drive 1,500 kilometers back to Gold Coast. I, I'm not doing that. I can't... Dr- I cannot mentally handle that drive again, you know. Just, sure. to, get a fr- just to get a free Speedo. Because um, it's covered by the warranty, but then you still have to pay for the, like, the man hours, you know, for the, for the work. For the mm. labor cost. And it's going to be hella expensive. And then I have to sell it. And I'm just regretting the whole thing. I'm like, I could have had so much more money. And now I've got this on my mind. You know, it's like mental baggage, which I just don't want. So anyway, so that's been my drama. So hopefully by next episode, it will be fixed. Um, so my next plan, I'm driving up to Townsville. Uh, but uh, but this week I'm driving to Airlie Beach. I'm going to do the Whitsunday Islands. That's going to be awesome. Really looking forward to that. But yeah, that's my drama. But yes, that's my update as I'm coming back to Prague. I am not staying in Australia forever. Um, I don't know if I told you my plan, Chris, but um, I was looking at the flights. Did I tell you about my plan, about how how I'm going to come back? No. Okay, so I'm leaving Australia on the 25th of August. And I was looking at the flights back to Prague and, um, you know, they're pretty expensive. And then I started thinking, I was like, well, as I'm here on this side of the world, I should... I might as well, from our essential English course, I might as well go the other way back, like go the scenic route uh, back to Prague, if I can make the flights work. So I have booked, but what I did, I went on, I went on Skyscanner, and you know how you can like find those like super cheap flights that are like half the price of everything else, just but only on one specific day. Yeah. So I I did that uh, to find myself a route back to Prague that would like take me through some interesting places, but cost the same as a single ticket from Australia back to Prague, and I managed it. So my my route is I'm flying from here to Hawaii. Okay. So I'll be, in, I'll be uh, which I'm quite excited about. I'll be in Hawaii for a week. Um, I'm not going to lie. When I booked these flight tickets, I did not realize how expensive Hawaii is. The answer is <laughs> hella expensive. It's insane, Chris. For uh, for one night in a in a shitty hostel, the shittiest hostel on the island, one thousand one hundred crowns. Oh my god! For like sharing in a room with like eighteen people in a like oh a my not, god like a, not even a well reviewed place. It's just like the cheapest place on the island. Oh so, Jesus! Yeah, so not too Good happy about that. Good luck with that, man. Thank you. And then I'm flying from Hawaii uh, to Mexico, which I'm quite excited about, uh, to Cancun had very cheap flights there and i'll be staying in that area for another week fortunately the hostels there are super cheap there's like 200 250 crowns a night so that's how i'm hopefully uh, the prices will balance out between hawaii and mexico and i can practice my spanish a bit and then i fly from mexico back uh, to madrid they have really cheap flights i guess because they both speak spanish um, and then madrid back to prague and i'm doing all of those flights for the same price as one flight from Australia to Prague, which I'm pretty proud of. Okay. And I'll get to see I'll get to see a couple more places as well. So pretty pumped about that. And I should be landing back in Prague mid-September, as I was planning on. So pretty happy. Okay. All right. Back. And that'll be yeah. your adventure. That'll be the adventure. But I'm not gonna lie, Chris. I'm I already want to be back. I'm like, this has been long enough. 
It's been like seven weeks away. Seven weeks is a long time to be away from your home, you know, yep. to be away from your job and doing everything online and yeah, like away from your friends and everything as well. Because like you meet people in these places, but it's just for a day. Then you move on. Oh, I, I don't know if you can hear me, but I've been I'm, I'm disconnected. Oh, I can hear you. I can hear you okay. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, we're back. We're back. We're okay. Back. We're back. All right. But before it goes wrong, should we wrap this episode up? Anything else you'd like to Alex. mention, Chris, before we wrap up? Uh, not that I can think of. No, I think that's uh, okay. I think that's it. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, I really hope you enjoyed this episode, episode 51 of the podcast. Um, all the vocab that we talked about today um, will one day be in our app. But we had lots of cool words like to make a killing on, uh, the lead up to a close call. It's really nice. Um, then us three showed up. I think that was quite nice. Um, and I liked the phrase in me. Like, I think we've got a few more episodes in us before we, we give up the podcast. Um, so, yeah, that's all the stuff from today. As I mentioned at the start of the episode, we do have uh, lessons. You can come to lessons in person in our office in Wenceslas Square. We have lessons every evening, Monday to Thursday, from 5 o'clock until 7, with our awesome Speed Lamy teachers who follow our awesome courses that are made for Czech people. We've got Essential English, which is all of English grammar explained for Czechs. We've got Chinglish and Useful Things, which is all of the um, things that kind of translate wrong when you translate over to English. And then we have interesting words, which is a bunch of useful, interesting words and phrases that we use all the time, but Czech people tend not to know. You can learn all that cool stuff in our in-person lessons. We do corporate lessons as well, so if you're in a company, we can come to your company and teach there. Um, if you've got any questions for us about any stuff you've seen on TV, any weird English you've heard and you want us to help explain it, you can get in touch with us at podcast at speaklikeme.cz. Anything else we should mention, Chris? Uh, no, I don't know. I, th no, I think that's it. I'll, I'm very, very hungry. I'm super ready for lunch. That's fine, so that's I think fine. that's uh, okay. Well, uh, we're on YouTube. Oh, we're on YouTube done. as well. You can check out all of it. We've got loads of videos of all of these topics that are from our courses. Definitely, we've got a new one up there today called The Four Futures When to Use About to Will Going to an Ing. And I was pretty proud of my thumbnail. So go and check that one out. Uh, there's the Speed Like Me app as well. And there's our awesome leaflets, which contain a summary of all of our courses available for free on our website. Last thing, if you want to give us some money to help stock our liquor cabinet for when I get back, you can give us some money at buymeacoffee.com forward slash speak like me. Well, Chris, Chris, thanks for joining, even though you're hungry. Do you have any good lunch plans? What have you got prepared? Um, just a sandwich, dude. <laughs> just I mean, a it's sandwich. a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. There's nothing fair special. Enough. All right. <laughs> All right, Chris, well, have a great week. Um, so you I too. guess we'll be, we'll have the next episode in a week or two. We should probably get the next one done soon before. Okay. So we don't miss, we don't miss our, our deadline again. So yeah, thanks for joining Chris. Thank you listeners for listening. And we look forward to seeing you in episode 52. Yeah, thank you very See much you for joining in us. in the next one. Bye. See you in the next one, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> This move.